Welcome to the Morning Star Show. You're listening to OnTheWakeUpRadio.com. Sign up for OTWTube.com. Uncensored free speech platform. Shout out to our super producer, Cindy Ashby. All shows are live on TheWakeUpRadio.com. Catch replays on SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, and iHeartRadio, as well as otwtube.com. And now back to your host, Super Sly 75. <clears throat> oh, I'm here to offend a whole lot of people tonight. I'm here to offend a whole lot of Christian church going people. I'm I'm here to offend the urban folk that actually believe and pedestalize famous folk because nobody pedestalizes famous folk more than the urban demographic, urban, um, I, I don't know the the urban majority because that's, that's what, that's what y'all do. That's what y'all do. You think these people can do no wrong and everything they do is infallible and how dare you question this and question that when they all operate the same. None of them are any different. None of them are special. They're just meat for the grinder. But a lot of y'all, once again, like to pick and choose who y'all want to identify and put into the meat grinder. It's a favorite. You're like, no, not not them. They don't do that. Uh, they don't do that. No, Sly, you're wrong. I didn't. I don't care. I don't care if you believe I'm right or wrong. I don't care. Because you're a, you're a mouth breather. Your, 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 your knuckles drag on the floor when you walk. And I take no offense. I take no offense. But I love coming back here after these people put on these fake productions. I love watching the reactions. And then y'all come back and be like, well, I get. And then, and then when other people say the same thing, that that are not even on the level, they make the same observation I say, and they get jumped, get called names and stuff. It's cool. Like I said, I'm not here to wake nobody up. Matter of fact, I do the best thing I could do for y'all is not be like y'all. Right, the best thing I can do is not be like y'all. When I hear people take the term Luciferian and just twist it to their own narratives and because it sounds nice and makes it work for their arguments, I don't even bother trying to correct anybody. If you believe what that, what that means to you, so be it. If you believe the Baphomet means some, some uh, if you believe the Baphomet means it's, for transformers and stuff have at it. I don't get paid to convert people. I don't have the, the time or energy to convert anybody. So I, I, I don't even take it away when y'all, some people try and give me pushback. I'm like, you know what? It's, it's just not meant for you to learn. It's okay. It's okay. The best thing I can do is not be like you. The best thing I can do and will continue to do is not be like you. But I will be here 
to rub it in your faces, you guys are wrong. Every time these celebs do what celebs do to move up degrees and different doors, I will be here to rub it in your faces. I will always be here to say, I told you so. I will be here to say, I told you so. Or, or I will be here to say, welcome to the party. Or I'll be here to say, well, better late than never. Okay. Okay. Well, they mad at me in these comments. You know what? Let's do this. Let's go to my IG. Let's go to my IG. Let me show y'all how y'all treat regular folk that have observation skills. Let me show y'all how y'all treat your own kind that, that displays basic um, observation skills. Because anybody with a brain that works can see this whole thing a mile away. Okay? Now let me... Where is it? Let me go to the homepage. Because y'all not only jumping me in these comments, y'all jumping anybody that says anything that makes you uncomfortable or goes against your, I guess, spiritual doctrine, which I'm not here for all that. Where is this nigga page? Shabazz the OG. And you know what? As much as, and I've said this before, I need to stop following Shabazz the OG. For as, as, as wise as this nigga is, this nigga's dumb. I don't want to say he's dumb. For as wise and as street as as street smart as Shabazz the OG is, he is willfully ignorant about a lot of shit. Homie, you run with Floyd Mayweather. Homie, how many people have died around Floyd Mayweather? But you can't tell Shabazz the OG that, right? Shabazz the OG, super street OG nigga, right? Super, you know, Yuzu, Yuzu, always got a toothpick in his mouth, right? Ain't he from Philly? Is he from Philly or Baltimore? I can't tell, right? So as smart, as intelligent as Shabazz the OG is, that man is willfully ignorant. Let me let me acknowledge y'all in the chat real quick. I'm sorry. My apologies. Where's my manners? T, what's happening? Stevie B, what's happening? Good evening, naturally, Marma. Okay, okay, T, I see you. Untimed purpose. Okay, beat boss. Yeah. Mr. K2B2, let's offend some people tonight. Yeah. Jim 21. That's why I'm here, Bright Aura. That's why I'm here. Let's offend some people tonight. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Bonita. Horn dog, what's happening? Avid. Let's offend some people tonight. Adrian, what's happening? The best thing y'all can do for these people is not be like them. I mean that. Carrie's in the house. I mean that. Naylin, listen, it is what it is. I wouldn't be me if I didn't do what I do. Okay? All right. And Naïs, what's happening? Let's offend some people tonight. Yeah, that's why I'm here, right? That's why you watch me, right? They be like, let's go see what the hell Sly gonna say tonight. <laughs> and once again, wait, I just started my channel. Can you get, can you get on the video with me next weekend, PV Grad? Oh yeah, I mean, listen, 
I ain't like these dudes. Matter of fact, I ain't going to charge you. Ask any of these other guys, they're going to charge you. Yo, hit my, here's, here's my email, DMP. Matter of fact, because I ain't got no ego like that. I mean, I got an ego, but it's different. Uh, trifecta Solutions 2016 at Gmail. That you go hit me up and hit me up with email, bro. I got you. It's nothing. Nick Saddleway. <laughs> oh, we going to talk about the funeral. Oh, we going to get in there. Now, first things first. <laughs> Wait, Club Forty says I wasn't even a fan of you, sir. And I <laughs> Yeah. Hey, somebody tell Shabazz the OG, homie, you run with Floyd Mayweather. Homie, you run around with Floyd Mayweather. Once again. Once again. For all these in these intelligent street guys, they're extremely purposely purposely willfully ignorant but let's get in i'm gonna get into what got everybody so upset now i have no dog in this fight between Tariq nasheed and brandon aka the bucci bear but when somebody is right they're right brandon aka bucci bear is being dragged all over social media for observing the obvious and saying the obvious Let's get into why why everybody's upset at Brandon. And God forbid you you say the same thing that Brandon says. Now, somebody, people asked me last week's lie. You think she was giving up? Yes. I didn't need to watch the funeral to confirm what I already knew. See, that's the difference here. See, some of y'all was waiting, holding, wishing, holding out, wishing. Like, nah, Sly, Sly's wrong on this one. He ain't give her up. Nah, he ain't give her up. I don't need no funeral. I didn't need to watch a few. I didn't need to wait a week for a funeral to tell you. That woman went on that. She, she went out on that table on purpose with a purpose. I didn't need it. I didn't need to see no funeral. I don't need no to watch the after effects. I don't need no, 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 no. It's pretty obvious, but let's get to what the man said to get black folk all upset in their feelings. And, and hence why this monologue is why, Shabazz the OG is the smartest, ignorant um, street cat on, out here on the internet. I told y'all these platforms are dangerous in the hands of the wrong people. Let's go. I mean, I'ma just say it like what it is. The nigga don't give a shit about them kids. What? He yeah. out here, oh, bro. This is different. What the? the hold on. Like, hey, mama, this is different. Listen, hold on, hold on, bro. The nigga didn't marry their mama. Stuff. Oh. That's the first thing I said. You put three babies in this woman. At the very least you can do is marry her, right? The very least. I mean, you risk your life three times having these children because you let y'all tell it. Black women risk their lives. They get the worst medical care, but yet y'all still keep popping out these babies. Make it make sense. I hate that I got gum in my mouth. Wait a minute. Help me understand something. Because black women love this argument. Y'all love to say the medical industry, medical professionals treat y'all the worst. Right? You get the worst health care. You get the most unforgiving doctors. They always want to give you the most brutal 
brutal surgeries, the most unnecessary surgeries. Cool. I, all right. Okay. 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 And then y'all say every time we get on that on that gurney to give birth, we we put we we risk our lives. Yet all these hood rats out here risking their lives to have these babies for anybody and everybody. Come on, man. So all these hood rats out here, all these quees and bone quiches and seminishas and hamana hamanahishas out here risking their lives every day to give birth to these little bastard generational curses. Yes. 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 Okay. So DC Young Fly impregnated this woman three times and it still wasn't enough for him to marry this woman. Right. Because let y'all tell it, marriage is the worst thing, I don't know, since, I don't know, whatever, since Ebola. I don't know. Right? You, I guess y'all rather have a man have kids with the woman as opposed to marry the woman. Hey, oh, oh, okay. Because, you know, you know what, let's, let's, let's get into it. Let's get into it. Three babies in her never Wait, married. I think he's engaged. Her. Hold on. They never said that she was his fiance. They, did. they were like I his think partner. They did. They when did. I watched the news, it went from partner to fiance. Niggas said a lot of shit when somebody dead. It was partner. They also wrongly reported. Let me finish. Hold on, let him cook. I didn't say on. one let, word. Hold up, let him cook. Now, once again, I know I am no fan of Brandon, aka Bucci Bill. Tyree. 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 I'm no fan of Brandon, aka Bucci Bear. I have no dog in that fight between him and Tariq. Tariq, please don't turn me into a cartoon, bro. Please don't turn me into a cartoon. Tariq. Tariq. <laughs> but in this instance, a regular schmegular dude gives the proper op insight and observation. He sees what the, the obvious and he spoke on it. So I salute him for, for saying the obvious now, black folk are all in the tizzy. Let's continue on what this man said. Let me get his point on. She was his partner. She wasn't his fiance. The nigga's lying. That's for publicity reasons. Okay. PR. Yeah. You put three babies in her uh -huh. and you ain't married her yet. Yeah. You don't give a shit about her and you don't care about them kids. Hey, hey, hey. All you Nipsey Hustle fans, listen up. You know what I'm saying? Nipsey Hustle didn't marry Lauren London. Right? He didn't marry Lauren London. Call her her spirit, his spiritual partner. That ain't how it works, partner. You didn't marry no Lauren London. Lauren London talking about we partners, no bitch. No. If he ain't marry you, it ain't official. All you content creators on here, call the woman you shack up with your wife, but you ain't you ain't marry her. Okay, man. If that's what you women settle for, who am I to tell you anything different, right? I'm sorry, I'm eating a coconut chunk. All <laughs> oh, you ladies out here shacking up with your guy. Three, four, five, six years later, two, three kids later, he ain't married you. You stupid. You stupid. He doing what he's supposed to do. The bare minimum. You gonna have to force this man's hand. You gonna have to. If you well, the sad part is if you gotta force a commitment out of a guy, you in trouble. But the fact that this man put three, not one, not two, 
but three kids. So Jackie O risked her life for this man three times, right? On the precipice of life and death to open the be the portal that let this, this little being come through. Right? Cause you know, black women swear giving birth is the end all. You know, whatever. I'm not, I'm not here to, I'm not here to knock that. I'm just saying, okay, let's see. Let's continue on what Bucci Bay had to say. Now, what mm, man? Wait, look, I didn't say that. Let's let talk. Let's talk. Let's talk. Listen, bro. On everything I love, what nigga gonna let his kid's mama go under the knife unnecessarily? Surgery is a serious issue. What if he? My what wife, if he promotes? Hold on. Now, do I need to? For all the guys in the chat, do I need to pull up some more EPL videos? How many times do I, do I need to show you a video of a woman literally getting? cut open and peeled back like a banana and then restitched up do i have to show y'all again do we need to go back down the bbl rabbit hole do we need to do that i will do that i will happily pull up these motherfucking bbl videos until y'all until it sinks in y'all thick ass skulls no man in his right mind is forcing his woman to go through that if they understood what the surgery and all entails okay but let's continue. My wife got a, a minor surgery, bro. Very minor. Very minor. I was stressed the fuck out. Like, do, are you sure they got to do this? Can they give you pills? Can they? It's like when it's your wife and you thinking about your kids and you thinking about is something happened. You know she ain't going to the doctor like she's supposed to because she had an underlying heart condition mm. that a regular EKG would have caught. Is that mm. what it was? That, That's what that killed, killed her? That's oh, what killed right. her. I didn't Bruh, know. I go get my heart all that checked every year. Every adult, even at 30, 25, should do that. So, so this lady is getting surgery from a doctor who was notorious for bad surgeries. Mm. She has an underlying heart condition, which means they wasn't on top of her health. Wait, wait, no. Yeah, I, I, I can't do the, I can't. No, y'all don't want to go down the BBL rabbit hole again. Why not? Why not? Because this is what the, these women are putting themselves through for men, right? Let, let some people tell it. This is what the men pressuring the woman to do, right? Because DC would make stupid jokes about women's bodies and make jokes about the surgeries afterwards, right? And then you get the other argument. Well, he couldn't tell her what to do. What the fuck you mean he couldn't tell her what to do? I mean, maybe if they were actually married, he'd have an argument but technically no he couldn't tell her what to do because they weren't married but even then is does the average wife listen to the husband when the husband says no okay let's continue let's continue third wars in the house let's continue let's continue you know he probably wasn't making sure she was on going to the doctor like she supposed to and then he lets her go do that there's no reason why he should have let that girl do that because she's trying to do that shit probably because he out smashing other chick. Okay, now let's pause it here. Let's pause it here. Now, do you think DC Young Fly could have told this woman what to do? Who ran this? And we're going to put them to the green lines test. Don't worry. I got y'all covered. I got y'all covered. We're going to put them to the green lines test. Now, does this woman act seem like is she going to listen to her man? 
boobies. Like, I want to get my breasts done. I don't care. I don't care what anybody says. Everybody told me, no, you're fine how you are. You're perfect. Leave me alone. Don't do it. Don't do it. No. 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 Anyway, everybody told me that, but it's my body. Guess what? My body. So I was like, oh, I want to do it. <laughs> like, nope. So I set up my... Once again, does this woman strike you as the type that's going to, if you tell her no, she's going to sit down? Now, I don't care about all this extra shit. Let's just run it back. So, once again, it was more important that she get her body peeled, peeled open like a banana than to sit her ass at home and raise them kids. Yeah? It was more important she get peeled like a banana, like a grapefruit, uh, 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 whatever fruit you peel back. Okay, it was more important she get peeled like a like a banana than I sit her ass at home and raise them kids. But come on, let's continue. Let's continue. Come on. Boobies. Like I want to get my breasts done. I don't care. I don't care what anybody says. Everybody told me no. You're fine. You are. You're perfect. Leave me alone. Don't do it. Don't do it. No. 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 Anyway, everybody told me that, but it's my body. You want me to feel sorry for a woman like this? What are you gonna do with a woman like this? Okay, let's get back to Bucci Bear. And she like, damn, I got to be able to compete with these chicks. Like, we talk Bruh. about everything but except what it really is. She trying to keep up with that nigga. She trying to make sure she still looks attractive so he look at her like something. Mm -hmm. And she's going and getting under the knife for that stuff. And people don't believe that. But when you was bad, like how she bad, and then you having babies and shit, and your body start taking hits, and your man out on the road smashing groupies, and you know it because you know they know it. They know it. You gotta know, yeah. You now are like, what about me? What do I gotta do to get him to look at me like he once did? That's on the man. And these women is out here choosing these goofball ass dudes because uh -oh. they got money. Uh -oh. He's a uh oh, uh oh, no, Bucci Bear, you are don't don't, Bucci Bear, you saying too much. But come on, let's go. Damn goofball, <laughs> and you, and and I can't call a man a goofball for being a comedian. But I can yeah, call a man a yeah. goofball for letting his damn baby mama go unnecessarily under the knife, knowing we ain't on top of her health, making sure she's 100% fit, knowing that if she go down, you got three kids who ain't got a mama. I'm not letting my wife do that. Well, That's how I know she wasn't his it's wife. It's kind of absurd to say that he don't care about his kids right. because of that. That, like, that don't even make sense. That's, that's, about no, that, that's what I'm saying, though. That's what I'm saying, though. That's like, that's like somebody with a baby mama mm -hmm. because they split up with their baby mama. Now, I don't give a fuck about the kids no more. Right. Like, what type of shit is that? Some niggas don't. But it, that's, that's what I'm saying. But you can't, you can't just sit here and make an assumption that he don't care about his kids right. or care about her. Yeah. And on top of that, by them having... Once again... You didn't care enough to marry the mama. You didn't care enough to give her complete and unfiltered access to your resources. Uh oh, right. She's good enough to have these kids with, but not good enough to marry to have access to your resources to help take care of these kids. But you know what? That's another discussion for another day. Let's continue. Money or being in a financial space, he probably not thinking that this surgery is gonna go bad. bad. Yeah. I'm probably thinking I got the best doctors, right. I got yep. the best there shit. You go. So I'm right. not thinking from a perspective of oh, this is finna happen. Well, I didn't think that's history of bad It don't matter. This is you. This was, how did you even find this out? I, I researched it. <laughs> you researched it, bro. I do a podcast every I day. I know. So you researched and found out that this was the baddest the doctor guy ever. Had a, <laughs> and nobody would have warned them or told the them. Yeah, exactly. like, okay, so if it's one thing I do know. 
when it comes to these surgeries, yes, you should spend at least roughly six to eight months researching. You should go to multiple, multiple surgeons, second opinions, third opinions, um, go to all the competitors, go online, call, reach out to some of the former patients and ask them, Hey, how was, how, how are you happy with the results? How was his bedside manner? Things of that nature you, you would need to ask. You just, this is not like going to the dentist per se, you know, like any dentist can do a root canal. Some do it better than others. This you're being literally peeled back like a banana. You know, I think I need to show y'all a BBL just cause some of y'all don't understand or it ain't hitting the way I needed to hit. It ain't hitting y'all the way I needed to hit. Carrie, thank you for the 10 on the cash app. Did I hear, <laughs> did I hear you say let's offend someone? Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Uh-oh, uh-oh. Bucci Bay is wrong. These women get these BBLs to stunt on and get an affirmation. Wait, wait, wait. Um, get affirmation from other women. They are past men unless they are Drake of Future. So you are of the belief that DC had no real say-so in, in his relationship with Jackie O? I'm, I'm just asking. I'm not disagreeing or, you know what I'm saying? Okay, let's continue. Let's continue. And hard just, to believe because right. when Look you got up. money, you're gonna pay for the best. That's and, what people and I'm not, think. I'm not pop, I'm not pocket checking, uh, DC Young Fly, but I know he's not nobody broke. And you get what I'm saying? Now, into re into regard to the surgery, now we all, it's all been reported that the doctor was gave her the free work in exchange for promotion, and then all of a sudden the the doctor's bad history comes out. He's not a very good doctor at his, at his job and all these other clients, former clients come out and with these horrible horror stories, whatever the case may be. Let's continue. Her absurd is to be like, oh, he's Pearl. doing, she doing it to keep up Pearl. with bitches. Pearl. Listen, no, but listen. I'm not going to say that's respect, absurd. No, yeah, I do. Yeah, I respect why, your opinion. Why, yeah. Why was she sent to a hotel literally a day after surgery? Let's continue. Let's continue. And this is what I think. They don't live like us regular ass people. They don't, right? They live in Hollywood. They're on fucking TV every day. So her, again, what she's selling is her image, right? Yeah. She has to look a certain way at all times. And then what's even more ridiculous is for you to be like, how can he let her? You just said wholeheartedly that's not his wife. So basically, no, let me talk. He's supposed to have control of this baby mama. And I just... Listen, I can't stand, I don't, that, you're going to have to die on that fucking hill. I don't stand on that. She, oh, she doing this and doing that. Okay. Now, unfortunately, because the majority of the urban demographic does suffer from low IQ, uh, low compre poor comprehension, just, just low critical thinking skills. This man is, is being called everything but Bucci Bear or Brandon. So this, this leads us over to Shabazz the OG. Once again, Shabazz the OG, one of Floyd's homies, one of the most uh, thorough, street, willfully ignorant Negroes on social media right now. There's, there's nothing Shabazz the OG can tell me, teach me, learn me. Brother, you run with Floyd Mayweather. We already know what type, what time he's on. Okay. But, but let's continue. So now let's, let's get to the comments. So not only let's get to the comments, let's get to his assessment. 
And then we'll go to all the comments of all the ignorant folk that are dragging this man to hell for, for saying the obvious, right? For saying the obvious, okay? Let this play out and then we'll, you know what, fuck it. Like I, I think they did. They did. I when I watched the news, it went from partner to fiance. Niggas said a lot of shit when somebody dead. It was partner. What? Let me finish. Hold on, let him I didn't point say on. one let word. Me, let me get his point on. She was his partner. She wasn't his fiance. The niggas lying. That's for publicity reasons. PR. You put three babies in and you ain't married her yet. You don't give a shit about her and you don't care about them kids. I do not. What, mm. man? Wait. Look, I didn't say right. that no, without no, talking. No, 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 Listen, bro. On everything I love, what nigga gonna let his kid's mama go under the knife unnecessarily? Surgery is a serious issue. What if he? My wife. Hold on. My wife got a, a minor surgery, bro. Very minor. Very minor. I was stressed the fuck out. Dude. Like. Are you sure they gotta do this? Can they give you pills? Can they? It's like when it's your wife and you thinking about your kids and you thinking about is something happened? You know she ain't going to the doctor like she's supposed to because she had an underlying heart condition that a regular EKG would have caught. Is that what it was? That's what killed her. That's what killed her. Bruh, I go get my heart all that checked every year, every adult, even at 30, 25, should do that. So, so this lady is getting surgery from a doctor who was notorious for bad surgeries. Mm. She has an underlying heart condition, which means they wasn't on top of her health. Nah. He know he probably wasn't making sure she was on going to the doctor like she nah. supposed to. And then he lets her go do that. There's no reason why he should have let that girl do that. Because she's trying to do that shit probably because he out smashing other chicks. And she like, damn, I gotta be able to compete with these chicks. Okay, like okay. we talk Bruh, about everything, over, but except what it really is. She trying to keep up with that nigga. She trying to make sure she still looks attractive. So he look at her like something. And she's going and getting under the knife for that stuff. And people don't believe that. But when you was bad, like how she bad, okay. and then you having babies and shit, and your body start taking hits, and your man out on the road smashing groupies, and you know it, because you know they know it. They know it. Okay. You gotta know. You now are like, what, is what about me? What do I got to do to get him to look at me like he once did? That's on the man. And these women is out here choosing these goofball ass dudes because they got money. He's a damn goofball. And, you, and and I can't call a man a goofball for being a comedian. But I can't call yeah, a man a goofball for letting his damn baby mama go unnecessarily under the knife, knowing we ain't on top of her health, making sure she's 100% fit. Knowing that if she go down, you got three kids who ain't got a mama. I'm not letting my wife do that. Well, That's how I know she wasn't his it's wife. It's kind of absurd to say that he don't care on, about his kids right. because of that. That, that don't even make sense. That's, That's, even about That's what I'm saying, though. That's what I'm saying, though. That's like, That's like somebody with a baby mama. Because they split up with their baby mama now. I don't give a fuck about the kids no more. Right. Like, what type of shit is that? Some niggas don't. But it, that's, that's what, what I'm saying. But you can't you can't just sit here and make an assumption that he don't care about his kids right. or care about her. And on top of that, by them having money or being in a financial space, he probably not thinking that this surgery is gonna go bad. bad. Right. I'm probably thinking I got the best doctors, right. I got yep. the best there shit. You go. So I'm right. not thinking from a perspective of this is finna happen. Well, I think that's 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 history of bad it don't matter. This what you this how did you even find this out? I, I researched it. <laughs> you researched it.
Bro, I do a podcast every I day. I know. So you researched and found out that this was the baddest the doctor guy ever. Had <laughs> and nobody would have warned them or told the them. Yeah, exactly. Like, exactly. I, I kind of find it hard just, to believe because right. when Look you got up. money, you're going to pay for the best. That's and what I, people and I'm not, think. I'm not, pop, I'm not pocket checking uh, DC Young Fly. But I know he's not nobody's And friend. even more absurd bro, is to be like, oh, ass. he's doing she doing it to keep up Pearl, with bitches. Pearl. Listen, no, but listen. I'm not gonna say that's I respect, absurd. No, I do. I respect your opinion. This is what I think. They don't live like us regular ass people. Um, they don't, yes. right? They live in Hollywood. They're on fucking TV every day. So her again, what she's selling is her image, right? Yeah. She has to look a certain way at all times. And then what's even more ridiculous and free to be like, okay. how can he let her? You just said wholeheartedly that's not his wife. So basically, no, let me talk. What? He's supposed to have control of this baby mama. And I just, I, listen, I can't stand, I don't, that you're gonna have to die on that fucking hill. I don't stand on that. Uh, okay. she, oh, she doing this and doing that. Yes, yeah, what's right. Let's go. Now, I, initially, uh -huh. I was gonna cut the video short. I wish he did. You know, to to spare everybody the, the cringing uh -oh. emotion of listening to this man. Y'all hear this? take his opinion and project it upon this deceased lady was he projecting and dc young flies lady and the mother of his children at the end of the day everybody can look at something the way that they want to look at it and i wanted to cut it short but i would have still had to try to explain and try to paint the picture of what he was saying so i just let it ride so you can All right, come really on hear with, it come and see it for yourself right my on. thing is this uh-huh People have gotten extremely comfortable on this internet. Oh, here we go. Uh -oh. People are getting too comfortable on these podcasts oh, and platforms, speaking about other people as if there is no outside. And I'm not saying that because there can be so violence might come behind this or, you know, any type of static or, or drama. Uh -huh. I'm saying people have to understand what discernment is. This lady is deceased. And this man had made made all of these projections and innuendos wow. and assumptions okay. about their relationship, but it's extremely disrespectful. It's extremely disrespectful to talk about this man don't care nothing about his kids. He didn't care nothing about his lady. Like, even if that's what you think, where's the coof? Where's the respect? Like, why do we as black people feel like we got to get on these platforms and we think that the most disrespectful things, the most vile things, the most unthinkable things are the things that we should be saying about other people? When a lot of times we don't know what we're talking about, we just giving our opinion. And sometimes it's things that if you really feel like that, they should be said behind closed doors because the people you're talking about can actually hear you. And then what happens Man. upon seeing you in public, they decide that they want to address you about what came out of your mouth. Okay. And this is not just directed to him. This is something that I continue to see a lot of people do. Like there's one thing to have a conversation about something that's been made to the made known to the public. Y'all hear this? This is another thing. It's another thing to start talking about how this man feel about his family and about his kids. That's just not cool. And a lot of times when people start running their mouth too extensively on these platforms, the people who platforms it is, lines should start being drawn and said, hey, listen, 
We're not going to do that right here. I can't, I can't take I'm not even allowing you to do that. What you're doing is not cool. I can't like, right now. People just get in the way with too much. Okay, Shabazz. Okay, enough of that. Now, mind you, Shabazz the OG runs with Floyd Mayweather. How many Floyd Mayweather's videos have we done of people uh, expiring either by self-deletion uh, via uh, uh, FaceTime, right? His personal assistant all of a sudden just passed. Somebody else a couple years passed, right? So this is why Shabazz the OG is the most thorough, street, willfully ignorant Negro uh, on, on social media right now. I can't take Shabazz the OG serious because clearly Brandon said what we all are seeing. So let's go to these comments. Let's go to these comments, right? Let's go to these comments. Now, of course, I, I had to chime in. I just seriously, I simply said, where's the lie in what he said? Okay. Um, and then let me see. This woman said the whole thing, nothing factual here, just a goofy opinion of trash talk. It wasn't trash talk, but let's continue. Uh, someone addressed me, the lie of it, the lie is all of it. He doing a lot of assuming. How do he know if DC didn't fuss about uh, with her about the surgery? You can't control others. If she as a grown woman was determined to get surgery, then why try and blame someone? We don't know their day-to-day convos. This was distasteful to say all that. All he should have said was the facts, which were what? We, we, which were the facts. But let's continue. Ladies, before going and getting those surgeries, make sure your health is up to par. And fellas, stay on their backs about their health and stuff. But you just said, women, you know, let's continue. Let's continue. Why not marry the woman that gave birth to your children? Didn't seem upset or bothered of her death. Always trying to make joke out of things. Oh, we're going we gonna to go over the, his, his little speech at the funeral. Oh, we're going to cover that too. I got y'all covered. I got to keep it hunted. I agree 1000% with this dude. DC Young Fly sit here talking all this Jesus and prayer stuff and Bible stuff. And he's out here having all these, those children with that woman out of wedlock. And looking at him at the funeral, he don't look like someone who just lost his wife or fiance. My grandmother was probably the hardest OG street nigga in Oakland during this during his time. He was wild in old age, but when my grandmother died, his wife, he was messed up, devastated. My grandfather basically took himself out by over drinking. Not saying that he has to be the response. DC does not look too bothered about the woman dying. And I agree that he was putting too many babies in her for him not to marry her. Okay. Okay. Oh, this person says podcasts are one of the scourges of the black community. So when y'all talk about these white celebs, it's okay. We talk about white celebs and white celeb business and all their scandals and downfalls 24-7. But when it's your people, okay. Okay. I get it. I get it. I get it. Uh Oh, this woman says, did anyone ever think that maybe she didn't want marriage yet? Or they were comfortable being together without being married? Marriage doesn't always equate happiness. No, marriage is a job. It's a business. It's not about happiness. It's about creating some shit to leave for your children to, to, to run. But that's another story for another day. 
He also couldn't tell her what to do with her body. Uh-oh. Or... Let's continue. Lastly, this man was the most ignorant example of a black man I've seen in a long time. I'm, I'm only placing emphasis on him being black because we are the only people who tear one another down. This is sick, absolutely disgusting. Praying for that man and his babies. Okay, we're going to get into this dry ass speech he gave at this funeral. This man, you. Now, I, I know everybody grieves differently. Everybody grieves differently. I, I, I get it. Let's continue. Let's continue. Uh, now they had all the smoke for Azalea Banks. Now let's see if they keep that same energy for this guy. No, and I know why. You can talk bad about a black woman and she's not a physical threat. Say the wrong thing and run into this dude in the streets and it's, I'm just making content, bro. Ah, uh, okay. Um, he shouldn't have said all, said, said that for the respect out of the children. Man, you don't even know these kids. The fuck? Now we want to have respect for people's kids. Since when? Y'all been out here doxing people's kids, kids' photos, where the kids go to school at. Y'all don't care about people's kids. Stop. Stop it. Um, two things can be right. If you're going for surgery, you need to check and make sure you, your medical health is up to par. Uh, what this man said was sensible. These are questions that need to be talked about and asked. Asked. Because why are women dying at such alarming rates to get surgery? Who are they trying to please and at what cost? Because now there are three kids without a mom. Okay. Now. Let's get, oh no, you know what? Let's go ahead and do the green lines. Then we're going to get that dry ass uh, speech he gave, he gave at the funeral. Let's do this. Let's put these, this young couple to the green lines test. Don't get mad at me. Get mad at the green lines. Don't get mad at me. Get mad at the green lines. Let's go. Let's go. Let's put them to the green lines test. Y'all ready? Let's go with the most obvious one. Okay, that's cute. Okay, that's cute. All right, that's a plus. Okay, what's up? Talk to me. Talk to me. Okay, let's continue. Let's continue. Uh, can you hear me now? Let's talk to me about these. Come on. What are we saying? What are we saying? What are we saying? Pass or fail? What are we doing here? Pass or fail? What are we doing? Are we, are we passing? Are we failing? What are we doing? Yeah? No? Are we passing? Are we failing? What are we doing? What are we doing? What are we doing? Yes? No? Yes? No? Pass or fail? Pass or fail? What are we doing? Yes, no, what, 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 what are we doing? What is this? What is that? What is that? What kind of family picture is this? Okay, come on, come on, talk to me, y'all, talk to me. Let me see, let me see what else, what else? Is there anything else with these two? Okay, this is good. This is good, that's good, that's good. I got, what, two out of, two out of 17? Uh-oh, uh-oh. Is that the claw? Is that the claw? Y'all see the claw. So what are we doing? Are we passing or failing? Are we passing or failing? What are we doing? Y'all talk to me now. Come on now, shit. Say something. 
Are we passing or are we failing? Are we passing or are we failing? Is there anything else? Is there anything else? Yay, nay. Yay, nay. Uh, okay. Pledge allegiance, bitch. Pledge allegiance. I get you. I see you. Pledge allegiance. I, I hear you. I hear you. I hear you. Pledge allegiance. All right. All right. Okay. Anything else? Anything else? Anything else? Pass or fail, y'all. Pass or fail. What are we doing? Yeah? No? Yeah, no? Huh? Okay. This is good. This is good. Okay. That's good. Oh, okay. That's good. That's good. That's good. Okay. Good. Okay. That's good. Okay. That's good. I see anything else? Anything else? Is there anything else? No, I think that's it. Right, I've, made, I've made up my mind. I've made up my mind. I, I've made up my mind. This is good. This is good. Okay, this is good. That's good. Okay. Okay, this is good. This is good. Okay. I'm trying, y'all. I'm trying to I'm trying to be objective. Okay, this is good too. Oh, I'm trying to be objective. I'm trying to be objective. This is really easy to spin narratives with pictures. Right? I'm trying to be okay. Now let's get to this dry ass. This dry ass funeral. <laughs> let's get to this dry ass funeral. Let's get to this dry ass funeral. You shall not pass. <laughs> you shall not pass. <laughs> You shall not pass. Oh, no, no, no. She was so effing pretty. I mean, she was very pretty. Oh, failed pigeon style. No, no. Okay. Well, there it is there. There it is there. There it is there. Okay, let's continue. Let's continue. Let's continue. Let's get into this dry ass funeral. Wait, wait, what, what clip is this? Let me see what they're talking about. Okay, I don't care about that clip. All right, let's get this dry ass funeral. Because, you know, y'all say, y'all, he loved her and. Won't God do it and God give him the strength and look at that. God got him covered and God bless him. Them three babies and God. Did, yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on. Let's get into it. Let's get into it. Y'all ready? Let's go. Anybody that's going through something, I'm here to tell you, man, look, y'all was probably feeling for us and swearing that we ain't know what he was going to do. His mind gone crazy. Listen, man, I've been dealing with trauma all my life, man. It just so happened this is new to me because I never had a rip to leave me. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. But I'm here to tell you as a firm believer, man, God makes no mistakes. Wait, wait, wait. Don't question nothing. Wait, whose idea? So was pink and white her favorite colors? I'm, I'm, 
I'm asking, was pink and white her favorite colors as, as to why their funeral is in pink and white and not the, the usual black? Yeah, a rib to lead. Boy, yeah, I tell you black folk, all I got to do is say some Bible verses and y'all on my side, right? <laughs> all I got to do is say some Bible verses and y'all on my side, just like that. Now, once again, somebody, somebody answered me, pink was her favorite color. So that's why everyone's in pink and white at the. Okay, fine. I'll let you have that one. I'll let you have that one. Let's continue. Let's go. And don't even question what we going through. Because we're going to go through it and get through it. Because my God is going to give us the strength oh. to get through it. Yeah. You dig what I'm saying? But most importantly, that this entire family needs is. Prayer. Prayer. Pray for us, man. Send good energy our way. This ain't hard, but it sure ain't easy. Get what I'm saying? Because it, 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 it ain't. It ain't. And for those who see me, y'all know I pray a lot. <laughs> because <laughs> life is real. And if I didn't pray a lot, I wouldn't be able to deal with it. But I'm sitting here strong, and you know, chin up, chest out that I'm straight. I'm straight. My kids, we good. Because, like I said, we led by the spirit and led. not by the flesh. Okay. Are we hurt? Yes. We're human. We got emotions. My children know God is real. Ain't that right, baby? Don't you know that? Don't you know we God-fearing? Ain't, ain't, ain't mama with us. And we're going to keep going. Know that. All right, so we're gonna. Don't worry. I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna play this little. That rest of this for what? What vibes are you guys getting? Now I get it. Everybody grieves differently. I get it. First thing y'all gonna say is, "Sly." Everybody grieves differently. You know, men don't show emotion. Man, listen. If I had three with this, this lady here, and all of a sudden she. Gone just like that. Man, what I'm not trying to speak at the damn funeral. I'm not trying to talk. Right? I would just I would just do the Rocky Bell Bowl, just be the the dark glasses. I'll let y'all speak. I ain't gonna say I I no. I'm not gonna do this. I'm not gonna do this. Wait, no sound. So everyone else can hear, but a couple of y'all can't hear. Um, I don't know. It's not me. Refresh your refresh your page. Let's continue. And I want everybody in here, if you don't take nothing from today, man, I don't care whatever you're going through in life, listen, man, find your relationship with God. Out of all that, that's the that's particular. Find your relationship with God. Okay. She had a beautiful soul. She was a great mother. I'm talking about super great mother. Super great mother. That's right. 85 South will be on Netflix uh, this month. Thank you, Naylin. Yes. 85 South will be on Netflix. 85 South will be on Netflix this month. I know we don't believe in coincidences, but let's continue. Let's continue. Super great mother. And we're going to continue that. We're going to continue that love. And if y'all ain't in that book, get in that book. Get in that book. Read Genesis. Understand the life of Joseph. What the hell? Joseph's going to teach you some things. 
Because it don't matter wherever Joseph laid his feet. What? God made him in charge. What did this have to do? Okay. Y'all tell me. And, and Jack, you know I love you, girl. You, 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 you know. You know. You know. But you know, we here, baby. We here. Like you said, look, it feels like a dream. Feel like a, you know, feel like a fairy tale, but you know, hey man, this ain't no fairy tale. And if Joseph didn't complain, I won't either. I love y'all, I appreciate y'all. And I seen every post, I seen every message, uh-huh. even though I ain't had the energy to text back, but look, that kept me up too. Uh-huh. Just knowing that y'all knew I was God fearing and, and y'all seen that early, so I say, so y'all be paying attention then. So you know it ain't me. And if you know I had God before, you think, what? What you think now? What? So when you see me, please understand, man. When you see me, please understand that it's not me. Oh, my Lord. I don't have the energy or strength to deal with. With none of you. When this, you see me. Is this comedy hour When now? a smile is on my face and I'm kicking it and I'm happy. The higher power granted me the strength to continue to keep going. Man, come on, man. If y'all don't stop this I love you, Jack. These kids are beautiful, man. God granted us strength to have three. You know, I was trying to have Sam Mo. Wow. That's, so that's what we do now. I'll run it back because this is what we do at funerals. You just lost the mother of your three children tragically, unexpectedly. I'm using air quotes. And you're making jokes that we were trying to. Uh, you know what? Hey, everybody's different. This is what y'all do in the South, I guess. This must be a, it's a typical Southern funeral. This is what y'all do in the South, I guess. God granted us strength to have three. You know, I was trying to have Sam Mo. <laughs> she gonna beat me up for that one. Right? <laughs> but I love you, girl. And I want our kids to understand that you had a beautiful soul. And you didn't leave us. You in heaven. Your spirit is with us. You still here. And we got an amazing support system. We I got can't. a beautiful support system. I can't. Cause they came out. Love you. Everybody in here, keep God first. And always remember, listen, do not complain. Uh-oh. You may have a valid reason to lose your mind, but that don't mean it's right. Because I got a valid reason to, to go buck wild. And, but... That's not going to get me and my children and my family nowhere. (laughs) They got to see the strength so it can be instilled in them. My kids got strength. That's why I'm able to stand today. My baby Nala looked at me and said, Daddy, what's wrong? I ain't even say nothing. She looked at me and said, don't worry. She don't even know what's going on. Nala came in and said, Nova came in and said, Daddy, I'm happy. Auntie. Spirit moved in me and said, man, if my children are happy, then I'm happy. 
Oh my goodness. And if they can do it, I can do it. Okay, well, I, I, you know what? Texas is his own thing. I, I don't even consider Texas the South. Texas is just Texas. There's the South and then there's Texas. And if Joseph can do it, we can do it. So keep God first, y'all. I love y'all. Child, what did, what did we just watch? What did we just watch? What did we just watch? Y'all just watched a clown show. We just watched a clown show. We just watched a clown show. He, you know what? Yes, give him the, the strength. The strength, Lord. Give him the strength. Hey, this... Once again, 85 South it will be on Netflix this month. I'm not mad. Yeah, Texas. We just Texas. <laughs> right. If their kids happy, they don't understand the loss. Right, right. Okay. So, so are we seeing, every, no? So we all see, right? Okay. Because I keep hearing this talk about discernment. Okay. Okay. Um Yeah, um Okay. All right. Um <laughs> that was DC Young Young Fly's very moving farewell to his baby mama of three children. I mean Okay, let, let's let's move on. Can we can we move on to something else? <laughs> can we move on to something else? Cause uh, I'm over it at this point. Y'all can believe what y'all want. I'm not here to change any, anything for anybody. Oh, you know what? Freaking Jimmy Allen. I knew. I remember this guy. We just covered him not even a month ago. Country, you know, rising star. Right. Remember, he's getting divorced because his former manager is accusing him him of assault. So now we have a second accuser. We have a second accuser, Jimmy Allen. And we just just got he's just now getting a divorce. She's pregnant because he was cheating with the business manager, which is accusing him of assault. Now another woman's come. Lord, Lord, Lord. In complaint filed Friday in Tennessee federal court, a woman known as Jane Doe Two allegedly that uh, alleged that Allen uh, assaulted her in July of 2022 and secretly filmed their encounter without her consent. Now I, I don't know. Most women, if they like you, would let you record them. I mean, you should be in the habit of recording all interactions with women, just because you never know. But if she's into you, I think she would more than more than likely let you record. I could be wrong. She is suing Allen for battery, assault, and invasion of privacy, and intentional infliction of emotional distress. The lawsuit comes less than a month after former members of Allen's management team filed a lawsuit accusing him of 
rape, sexual abuse, and harassment. Uh, Allen's attorney didn't immediately respond uh, for comments. In the new lawsuit, Jane Doe alleges that she did not know who Allen was when they first met on a plane to Nashville in May of 2022. After she and Allen struck up a conversation, the suit says Allen's bodyguard got her phone number on the singer's behalf, and she and her friends later met Allen for a fun evening on the town. Over the next two months, the plaintiff alleges that she and Allen began communicating daily via text and FaceTime, and he expressed his love for her and told her he could see a future together. Jane Doe, too, maintains that she inquired on several occasions about Allen's wife, but Allen assured her that he and his wife were separated. Uh, <laughs> according to the lawsuit, Jane Doe, too, and Allen then met up in Las Vegas, where she felt comfortable and safe in his hotel room because she was told she would have her own room. And because Allen's bodyguard, Charles Hurd, was there, the lawsuit also names Hurd and the company that employed him as defendants, while the Plaintiff says she willingly joined Allen in the bedroom. She maintains that she did not, did not agree to, to having sex without a condom and that she repeatedly told him to pull out before ejaculating because or but he allegedly did not. Oh, no. No. She also claims she wasn't aware their encounter was being recorded until Allen passed out and she moved to exit the hotel room, at which point she allegedly noticed his cell phone filming them from the closet. According to Jane Doe, too, she attempted to delete the video, took Allen's phone, turned it into local police when she got home, and made a police report. Jane Doe's two's a lawyer, Elizabeth Fegan, is also representing Allen's former manager, known as Jane Doe, in her lawsuit. Jeez, Pete. Since Jane Doe filed her case last month, we've heard from others who share similar experiences. Jane Doe 2's filing demonstrates to me that there's a vivid, distinct pattern of behavior. We intend to show it's a pattern of deceit, manipulation, and ultimately of force. <sighs> okay. 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 So can we, is this guy guilty? Can we just put him in the trash? I mean, what do we do? Or are we still not? Are we still saying, um, don't believe all women? I'm just asking. I'm asking, I'm asking a question. Are we still saying hashtag don't believe all women? Yes or no? Notice anything in common? I'm, I'm going to assume these women are white. I'm going to assume these women are white. I heard I'm going to get into it. Don't worry. He should have just held his nut and move on. <laughs> so is it, are we, are, are we going to throw Jimmy in the trash at this point? Yes or no? I'm, I'm just saying, I'm just asking a question. I'm just asking a question. Did you ever find a, no man, I, I have a, I suspect who it is. I can't confirm it. And I don't want to report on something I can't confirm. But it ain't a sister. It's not a sister. Okay. Okay. I'm wrong in this one. <laughs> Hi. Okay. But Mapon, what'd you say? 
you make him take a drug test. Uh, okay, I mean, I I hear you. Okay, let's get into T. Nock Huerta real quick. T. He played Namor. T. Nock Huerta. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. So saxophonist Maria Elena Rios has reportedly accused Mexican actor Tinoc Huerta of assault. I, I, you know what? I'm going to assume this is the new ritual at this point. I'm going to assume this is, a, this, is the, this is the new ritual. Okay, saxophonist Maria. Let's see what she looks like. She's an acid attack survivor. Uh oh. I now I got to see what she looks like. Boy, if she got that burnt face, did, did you better take whatever. Oh, come on. Oh, my Lord. Lord. Is this her? Bruh. Is this her? Come on, man. In the words of Lil Boosie, come on, man. Come on, dog. Listen, lady, you have half a face. There's, there's no assault here. So let's, okay, career, career musician, devotioner, sax, led her former boyfriend and politician to hire men who splashed acid into her face and body, disfiguring her in 2019. Okay, former boyfriend and influential uh, influential politician to hire the man who splashed at wow. Uh, okay, come on, you know what? Come on, man. I wish a burnt bitch chick. Listen, don't do this. Let's go to the images. Can we see her face? How bad is her face? Is this her? But how bad? I want to see how bad her face is, though. Man, I wish a burnt face chick would accuse me of some nonsense. Like, man, you have, you have no face. Don't do this. Yes, don't do this. Come on, man. This is what we doing now. That's what she used to look like. There has got to be a picture of her without the mask. Is this her? That's her. Is that her? Well, I mean, her eye doesn't, doesn't look that bad. Oh, this is her. Oh, that is her. Man, listen, you better go on with that bullshit. Sis, you have half a face. I, and I don't mean to sound crass or callous, but I wish a bitch would try to tell me. Sly, Sly was touching me. Like what? So that's what she used to look like. All right, let's get to, let's get back to this story. Let's get to this bullshit story here. Uh, she called him a sexual predator on Twitter. 
Rios in a series of tweets said that Poder Prieto published some material for which they did not have authorization. She further alleged that the company did not pay her. It was then she accused T-Knock where to to. So this ain't even what, it, what, it, what she says it is. She explained that a podcast called Something Something published an episode in which she had participated but was never paid. The saxophonist added that she had also worked on other uh, projects without receiving payments. She alleged that Poder defends Huerta calling him a sexual predator. The company has deleted the podcast. We are accused of not having paid you for this podcast. We cannot pay you something that is not our production. We, and we didn't publish it. Only that content was recommended as we recommend content almost every day. I made it very clear to them when I left their sect that they protect the violent and sexual predators of Tinoch Huerta. But come on, you know what? Let's go to Twitter, y'all. Come on, let's see what they say on Twitter. This is this is some bullshit here. This is some bullshit here. God damn it's in Spanish. She talks about how T Knox image was being protected by the collective and that she was searched for and they attempted to keep her quiet to avoid issues. Bruh. This woman has half a face. Y'all have got to do better. Okay. Now let's do this. Let's get to let's find something a little bit more in detail. Okay, comic book movie says. Okay, series of tweets. Here are the tweets. It's in Spanish, of course. Okay, Rios also answers a few commentators who and seemingly confirms that she was sexually assaulted by Huerta and that there are several other victims as well. She also tells another user that there uh, there that she is in no rush to provide details, but implies that those will be out in due time. Presumably as more victims come forward, since details are still forthcoming, we would advise not to jump to any accusations just yet. Boy, boy, boy. So they're not going, they're not going to give them the Jonathan Majors treatment, of course, but I'm just, this is fascinating. This is fascinating. Here we go. I made it very clear to them upon my departure from their cult that protects and uh, the sexual predator of Tina Huerta not to publish anything about me. They still went looking for me at a concert to avoid scandals for their Marvel uh, Latin American movie. I'm not playing around. When another Twitter user remarked, oh my God, Tina assaulted you or what is going on? Rios replied, that's how it is already. Several more. Question, why violator and sexual uh, predator t Not The accusation is very strong and heavy, isn't it? She replies, because it is. Why else? Oh. Wee. Oof. Okay, so she went on a podcast and may have made the accusations against t Not Huerta and then got into an argument with the, pro- with the podcasters 
about payment, which is how things led to Twitter. Rios also tweeted that she didn't want or need the payment for appearing on the podcast. Uh, Rios also appears to be a feminist activist and tweeted, they provoke me, I answer them, and they block me. They talk about cancellation. The first thing they do when they can't stand the truth is evade. I don't know your name, but no, I don't have a political agenda. I represent myself. I did not make a contract with anyone from the government. The, audi- the audience that knows me knows that in my conscience, I make social complaints. If the party causes you conflict, then go with them because I am not anyone's messenger. In my profile, I issue points of view towards all colors when I consider it necessary. Fanaticisms do not go with me. Greetings. You know what? Okay. Here we go. Here we go. Okay. So after she was attacked by her former boyfriend, Rios has joined a movement for greater punishment for acid attacks. The movement and bill in Mexico named after Rios would classify acid attacks as a distinct serious crime equivalent to attempted femicide. Acid attacks are said to be most common in South Asia, but also have been documented in many other parts of the world, including Latin America. Wow, the accusations against Tina Cuerta follow the recent accusations against Jonathan Majors, who stars. Jeez. So did this take place in America? But did this take place in America? Did this happen in America? Um, I think this happened outside, not in the States. I think this happened out of the country. Wow. Holy cow. This is insane. You know what, y'all? Bring on the sex bots. Bring them on. Bring on the deuce machinas. This is where we're at. This is where we're at at this point. Bring on the deuce machinas. <laughs> bring bring the deuce machinas. I'm just saying. Hey, yikes. Yeah, I, I know, right? It it makes no sense, man. Like, chick, you have you have half a face left. Like, what are we doing? Uh, Amanda Nunez is fighting tonight. I don't care about Amanda Nunez. Until Cyborg gets a rematch with Nunez, I don't care. I'm sure Bellator and um, UFC can work out something. A cross-promotion fight. I mean, PBC... And 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 the zone and Golden Boy uh, promotions do it all the time in boxing. Why can't the UFC and Bellator uh, do a cross promotion fight? I want I want um, Cyborg to get her rematch with Nunez. Okay. All right. Listen, no 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 no. There's a reason why they didn't give her a rematch. 
There's a reason why Dana didn't give they want to give that rematch to, to 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 Cyborg. There's a reason. There's a reason. Stop this now. I don't play my I don't play men's games. I go about my business. I hear you. I hear you. I I hear you. I hear you. All right. All right. Let's get on to the next. I didn't the T knock thing. I'm assuming it's out of the country. Had to have been. Give me that. Okay. Jimmy. Let's do Illusions of Wealth featuring 50 Cent. 50 Cent is in a new, um, had an article in Vulture magazine. And there's one part I want to go over. Okay. There's one part in this interview I want. Now look how they d- describe him. This is how they describe him. Image of the muscle bound, tight jawed, bulletproof vest wearing party MC of their past. Come on, man. Muscle bound, tight jawed, bulletproof vest wearing party MC. That's how they describe 50 Cent. 50 ain't worn a vest since. What year was that? <laughs> 50 ain't worn a vest in 10 years, you know? But okay. I want to get to the point when he got into, he talks about his deal with stars and how much he was making per episode. And I want y'all to to see what what all he gave to stars. Okay. So in 2022, his relationship with Fox over stars soured. And by February, 2023, he inked a new television deal with Fox and later bashed his former network for passing on his upcoming shows. Now they had first right. They had first look. Stars had a first look deal, which means if you sign a first look deal, everything you present has to go to stars first. They have the option to say yay or nay as a first look deal. Okay. Um, let's see. So they moving to Texas. I don't care about all that. I want to get to the, the part where he talks about that television deal. Okay, wait a minute, wait a minute. I should have just already kind of bookmarked it. So I'm sorry that I had to scroll. But it's a very, very interesting read. And and he's in Expendable, Expendables 4. The trailer just came out a couple of days ago. So if you went to the movies, uh, you should be seeing the trailers for Expendable 4s uh, with, with 50 Cent. So shout out to 50 Cent. Like, he's one of my favorite guys. Like, his business acumen is stupid. Okay, here we go. Here's part of it. Here's part of it. So. Okay, I made over 20 movies through Cheetah Vision. Financed with $200 million from people I met while traveling who wanted to invest in film production. And then we broke that money into 10 pictures. We sold domestic rights to Lionsgate International Territories. We sold separately afterwards. And because of the way we kept the budgets, we made profits. I got paid almost $10 million on each of one of those films. So I paid myself to learn how to participate in other projects. Okay. Here we go. Okay, so tell me about power, the jumping off point of a club owner who has two sides 
it wants to go legit. Then all the troubles that come from that, where did that idea come from? Was that you? Was that Courtney? The club owner piece, that's from Courtney. That's the creative side of it. I would download things to her about the South Side and she would listen. It got to a point where it didn't even feel like an interview. Then she would say, stop, what was that? And write it down. Initially, we pitched power to everybody and they passed. I had to reapproach the script and the project. When I was doing it, I recorded six songs because I knew the main character, Ghost, and his arc so well. And when we went, and when we went back to, to reboot the pitch, we'd play a minute and 30 seconds of a song, stop, and Courtney would talk about a piece of the character. It's so different from when they were hearing in any other pitch because you don't have someone there as experienced or as successful in music, exclusive music that is fit for this show. Okay. Okay. So I was basically making minutes to society. I just took the character O dog that was young black and didn't give a fuck. And I made him white. You mean Tommy? Yeah. He is the realest dude in the show. And then my character Kanan comes home from jail in season two. Okay. Here we go. Did you know from the beginning that you were going to expand power into an almost Marvel type universe and character spinoffs and crossovers? Or did that occur to you as the show progressed? He says around season four or five, we started really thinking about spinoffs. And then by the time we got to season six, Courtney had taken my name off the show's marketing. It was needed the entire time for promotions and stuff like that. And but by that time we reached that point, she started to see herself more like she was like Shonda Rhimes or someone else. And then I was like, I wrote this. And then it was like, I wrote this. Okay. Okay. Then he continues to say, it felt like, okay, you forgot the beginning part where you didn't have the information to write it. You understand? Now when you look and you see I have 30 shows across 10 different networks and there's no announcement of any new project from her, it might have something to do with the direction because the talent is all in there. She has what it takes to make hits all day, but you still don't have no announcement. So it means she's not identifying what direction to write in. Okay. There we go. This is the this is the part. This is the one part of the interview that it, that is the most important. So you broke into this field from a rap perspective and were maybe not even taken seriously as a TV person, did you? Look, I took a major pay cut. Here we go. Tell me about that. There's no one that could come and tell me to take seventeen thousand dollars to act and executive produce and make music. I gave them the theme song for Power. I gave them the things that connected, hopefully in a different way for it. You see what I'm saying? All those things for $17,000 per episode. I get paid more to go to the nightclub and wave. But I wanted to make this show. I wanted to make it so bad. When I was talking to executive producer Mark Canton in the beginning, I was like, nah, I got to be like this. You said everybody passed on it. Stars was kind of the, of the last house on the block. Can you tell me who passed on it and why? What kind of feedback did you get when, when people passed? He said all of them. We went through all of the premium channels. You're talking HBO Showtime? HBO Showtime, Paramount, Hulu. 
We went to all these organizations in the early stages. They probably had something else they felt was similar or it wasn't uh, what they were looking for. I'm sure now they wish they didn't pass on it. And then every two years, it felt like we were auditioning for a major carrier. It's time to renegotiate and it would be an issue. So for me at that point, really, what is it? Is racism because the project is a success, but the platforms are not necessarily are not necessarily acknowledging that things have diversity connected to them. I'm outperforming a lot of the shows that they had in the award show ceremony, and they're not putting the work in the award show even to watch it lose or to acknowledge it as a contender. I kept going to see the Hollywood foreign press people. And after the third time, I'm like, I don't have time to meet these people again. To me, they're a bunch of weirdos. I don't care about them. At that point, I turned into the rapper 50 Cent. Sounds like you have to do a fair amount of code switching and everybody's code switch's plan is different. What have you learned about how to alter your approach? He says, there's points where I feel like the alien in the world and where I come from versus what's actually happening. Let's say you're being, being sued for a ridiculous amount of money and nobody wants to budge because of how much money they believe you have at the present moment. You're sitting there thinking, I could really leave and for $5,000 I can kill who I want. You know what I'm saying? This is really not a maybe, I'm sure. But when I got shot nine times, that was $5,000 because that's where I'm from. Even they missed. If you went at them and you missed, that they wouldn't show up to court the next time. Okay? All right. That was pretty much it. The, the monies. Now, mind you, he makes way more money now. But in the beginning, mind you, mind you, he supplied the music. He was an executive producer. Uh, he had a writer's credit. All this is only getting 17 grand an episode. Huge pay cut. Huge pay cut for what he's used to. Okay. Once again, illusions of wealth. Y'all pay attention. So, cause, because now we got Rick Ross out here buying 40, $50 million jets. Okay. <laughs> now I, I saw that academics looked up the tail wing number. Okay. So, cause people are at, you know, people are like, well, you know, 50 cent doesn't own a plane because there's no way that he has 50 mil laying around to, to purchase a plane. So academic goes to look up the tail number um, because you have to register if, you know, whoever owns or leases the plane, the tail number is registered to the FAA. And so, yeah, as one of his holding companies, that doesn't mean he owns the plane. It's just registered to that company that the plane that the, the company is using for the plane doesn't mean he owns the plane, but I'm not here to knock anybody. If y'all believe Rick Ross had 40 million laying around to, to purchase an airplane, fine. A G550 plane, okay. <laughs> wasn't he wasn't he just trying to having trouble trying to make bond for that assault case a couple years ago? Mind you, mind you, mind you. He has all the wing stops in the world. Fine. Cause y'all gonna I know you financial people are gonna come at me. So he has all the financial, he has all the, the wing stop properties, all the extra side shit. We're not even two to three years away from him having to struggle to put the bond up, his house up for bond when one of his workers got beat up because they had a party in his house when he wasn't home. So we're like two and a half years from him having to put up his house as a bond for him to be released to fight that case. And you're telling me, in two and a half years since then, 
with all of his side ventures, all of his wing stops, he generated enough money to purchase a $45 million airplane. Hey, man. <laughs> Believe what you want. That that's what's up. I ain't married. I'm not mad. <laughs> if that's what y'all believe, have at it. Have at it. Okay. All right. All right. Yeah. yeah had had a tax lien. Yeah. Had a tax lien as well. Once again, I'm not. It is what it is, man. Okay. What am I? What am I? An hour. Where am I? Where am I? An hour and a half. Okay, cool. I can wrap this thing up. All right. Okay. Let's do, let's wrap this thing up with a couple tales of morbidity starring the real candy man and the toy box killer. But before we get to toy box killer and candy man, let's go to Alabama. This is a big deal. I'm late on this. This is a big deal. The Supreme Court. The Supreme Court made a decision regarding Alabama. Here we go. By a five to four vote, a coalition of conservative and liberal justices reaffirmed the court's 1986 precedent interpreting how legislative districts must be drawn under the Landmark Voting Rights Act as amended in 1982. The court said that in Alabama, a state where there are seven congressional seats and one in four voters is black, the Republican-dominated state legislator had denied African-American voters a reasonable chance to elect a sound representative of their choice. This is huge. The decision could reverberate across other states with reconsideration of how congressional lines are drawn in areas with significant black populations. So if they give you the keys, if they give you the keys and say, you know what, we're going to redraw these districts, these voting blocks. If you want to vote Republican, you can. Yes. So if, if the, if the, if the evil, the evil, uh, evil empire tells the states, you need to read rezone these districts for these black voters and they give you the keys to vote other than Democrat. Will black folks do it? Let's continue. Chief justice, John Roberts, who authored or joined prior decisions that gutted key parts of the voting law on Thursday wrote for the court majority to preserve why the voting rights law has been applied for nearly 40 years in redistricting cases. He was joined by Brett Kavanaugh, and three liberal justices, Sonia Sotomayor, Elena Kagan, and Kataji Brown-Jackson. Okay? So at issue in the case was Alabama's congressional redistricting plan adopted after the 2020 census. The Republican-dominated legislator drew near uh, new district lines that packaged large numbers of black voters into one congressional district and then spread out the remaining black population in other districts so that black voters had little chance of electing a second representative of their choice in a racially polarized state. A three-judge district court panel that included two Trump-appointed judges found that the state's legislator plan amounted to an illegal racial gerrymander under the Voting Rights Act. 
And on Thursday, the Supreme Court agreed. They said, we see no reason to disturb the district's court uh, careful findings. Uh, the Alabama's legislator approach to redistricting had, he added, was an attempt to remake our jurisprudence anew and was wrong in both theory and practice. Hansen said the decision gives minority voters a fighting chance to get fair representation as Congress told them they would get in 1982. Okay. So, and then also uh, Justice Clarence Thomas wrote the principal dissent on Thursday, a 47 page exegist, 47 pages reiterating his long held position that the court was dividing the nation into racially segregated districts. Mm, mm, mm. Now, once again, say what you want about Clarence Thomas. He wants to gut uh, the the 64 uh, Civil Rights Act. And you know what? You might as well. Because if, if... my reasoning behind it is different. If black folks continue to vote Democrat and you get nothing out of it, then take the, then take it away from them because they don't respect it. Right? Right? If they continue to vote for the, for the, the you know, they're against their best interests, I guess, I don't know. I, I don't know. I think they should have gutted the Voting Rights Act. I think they should have gutted the uh, Civil Rights Act. Ugh. Everything in 64 and 67 should have been just dismantled. But, you know, that's my opinion. Okay. Let's get to Tales of Morbidity. Let's get to the Candyman. The Candyman. Well, let me check the comments first. Let me check the comments first. Okay, okay, okay. What the hell is gerrymandering? Uh, <laughs> Okay. Well, you know what? Just to be on, just to be fair, gerrymandering is manipulation of boundaries or electoral uh, constitution constituency. So uh, to favor one party or the other. So district, like, so this is how they would do rezoning districts, right? To pad the other side's numbers when it comes to voters. That's what it basically is. In a nutshell. So why is it illegal? Um, Gerrymandering is the practice of setting boundaries of electoral districts to favor specific political interests within legislative bodies, often resulting in districts with convoluted winding boundaries rather than compact areas. And this mainly affects black um, districts with a lot of black voters. Right. Okay. Now let's get to the Candyman, the real Candyman, not the Tony Todd based off of former slave. No, this guy here, Ronald Clark O'Brien, AKA the man who killed Halloween, AKA the Candyman. This man fatally poisoned his own son in 1974 in an attempt to collect life insurance, but it gets worse. It gets worse. On 1974 Halloween, O'Brien and another parent took Timothy, Elizabeth, and two other children trick-or-treating in Pasadena, Texas. 
Upon visiting a particular house where the, there did not appear to be anyone home, the group moved on. O'Brien stayed behind in case somebody answered the door. He quickly caught back up with them holding five pixie sticks. According to him, the homeowner was simply taking their time to respond. He gave one pixie stick each to the children before giving the final one to a child who was not part of the group. When it began to rain, the trick-or-treating was cut short and the group headed back to their homes. Okay. Matter of fact, here's the background. Um, they had two children. He was married to uh, his wife, Daneen. Deer Park, Texas, they had two, ch- two children, Timothy in 1966 and Elizabeth in 1969. O'Brien worked as an uh, opt- uh, optician at Texas State Optical, and he was a deacon for the Second Baptist Church, also singing in the choir and being in charge of the local bus program. Okay, here we go. Before bed, Timothy asked if he could eat some of his candy. His parents agreed, and he started with the pixie stick. Not long afterwards, he complained that the candy tasted unusually bitter. O'Brien helped his son wash away the taste by giving him Kool-Aid. Timothy began having stomach pains, running to the bathroom where he started vomiting and convulsing. He went limp in his father's arms and died on his way to the hospital. A pathology report revealed that the pixie stick had been laced with potassium cyanide. The wrappers had been opened and poisoned before uh, being resealed with a stapler. Timothy had consumed enough poison to have killed two adults. Fortunately, Elizabeth and the other three children had not eaten their pixie stick. Timothy's murder uh, prompted uproar in the community with numerous parents bringing their children's Halloween candy to police in fear that it may be poison. Okay. Uh, Okay. Uh, This was initially believed by the police, but it did not take long for suspicion to fall upon O'Brien. He could not remember which house he got the pixie stick from despite the fact that the group had only visited a few homes across two streets before it started raining. None of the houses the group had visited that evening had been handing out pixie sticks. To top it off, the owner of the house, whom O'Brien claimed to have only seen uh, his arm, which he described as hairy, was not even home at the time. It eventually turned out that O'Brien was over $100,000 in debt and had taken out a $10,000 life insurance policy on his children months before Timothy's death. In fact, he kept taking out life insurance policies on them, bringing the total to $60,000. His plan was to fatally poison Timothy and Elizabeth to collect their life insurance and ease his financial woes. He gave the spare pixie sticks to the three other children in an attempt to cover up his tracks. He was arrested on November 5th. O'Brien maintained his innocence during his trial, but the evidence against him was too overwhelming to ignore. He had shown an unusual interest in cyanide asking where he could purchase some and how much would it be would be needed for a lethal dosage. Meanwhile, his defense relied on the decades-old urban legend of a stranger handing out Halloween candy laced with deadly materials. On June 3, 1975, O'Brien was found guilty of his son's death as well as four counts of attempted murder, and he was sentenced to death. Not long after he was convicted, his wife divorced him. While on death row, he was despised by his fellow inmates who condemned him for killing his own child. Bless you. On March 31st, 1984, just after midnight, O'Brien was executed by lethal injection. Before his execution, he continued to insist that he was innocent of any wrongdoing. A crowd of demonstrators gathered outside as he died, some even mockingly shouting, trick or treat. Okay. Okay. 
That is the real Candyman. Jeez, he pees his own kids. All right. Okay. Wait. All right. Let me get, let me exit out of that. Now, let's get to the toy box murderer. The toy box murderer. Hide your children and wives. Yes, indeed. I remember the Tylenol. I remember that. And it, for us, it was in 82, 83. And that's when I first started sealing the, the bottles up. Because back then, there was no seal to break. You know how it is if the seal's broken, it, it's been tampered with. There were no seals back then. Like, you just open it, do whatever, and close it back up, and put it back in the box, back on the shelf. Okay? All right. Let's get to the toy box killer. Jeezy Pete. David Ray Parker, the toy box killer who may have murdered over 50 women. May. On March 19, 1999, 22-year-old Cynthia Vigil was hooking in a parking lot in Albuquerque. So she's a lot lizard. When a man claiming to be an undercover cop told her she was under arrest for solicitation of sex work and put her in the back of his car, the man was David Parker Ray. And he brought Vigil to his nearby soundproof trailer, which he called his toy box. Then he changed her to a table. Over the next three days, he attacked and tortured Vigil with help from his girlfriend and accomplice, Cindy Hendy. Ray and Hendy used whips, medical and sexual instruments, and electric shocks to torment Vigil. Just before her, tur- her, her torture, Ray would play a cassette tape with a recording detailing what she would be forced to endure. On the cassette, Ray explained that she would, was to refer to him only as a master and the woman was with him as mistress and never to speak unless spoken to first. He then went on to explain exactly how he would attack and abuse her. The way he talked, I didn't feel like this was his first time told me I was never going to see my family again. He told me he would kill me like the others. On the third day, while Ray was at work, Hendy accidentally left the keys to Vigil's restraints on a table near where Vigil was chained up. Seizing the opportunity, Vigil lunged for, lunged for the keys and freed her, freed her hands. Hendy attempted to stop her escape, but Vigil was able to stab her with an ice pick. She ran out of the trailer naked, wearing only a slave collar and padlock chains. In desperation, she knocked on the door of a nearby mobile home. The homeowner uh, brought Vigil inside and called the police, who promptly arrested both Ray and Hendy and learned of their many sickening crimes. This is the trailer. Now, David Ray Parker, or P- David Parker Ray, was born in Berlin, New Mexico, 1939. Uh, he also regularly saw his father, who often beat him. Uh, raised by his grandfather as a young boy, Ray was bullied by his peers for his shyness around girls. These insecurities eventually drove Ray to drink and abuse drugs. He served in the U.S. Army and later received an honorable discharge. Ray was married and divorced four times and eventually found work as a mechanic in the New Mexico State Parks. It is believed that it started uh, his crime spree started sometime in the during the nineteen the mid nineteen fifties. Okay, all right, let's continue. It's whoosh. That's the, that's the, <laughs> holy cow. 
Holy cow. That's that's the uh That's insane. Okay. <laughs> that's insane. After arresting David Parker Ray for the abduction of Vigil, the police quickly obtained a warrant to search his home and trailer. What the authorities found inside the trailer shocked and disturbed them. Ray's toy box contained a gynecologist-type table in the middle with a mirror mounted to the ceiling so that his victims could see the horrors delivered upon them. Littering the floor were whips, chains, pulleys, straps, clamps, leg spreader bars, surgical blades, saws, and numerous sex toys. Authorities also found wooden found a wooden contraption which was apparently used to immobilize Ray's victims while he and his friends attacked them. Chilling diagrams on the wall show different methods of inflicting pain. But all of the disturbing discoveries found in the toy box killer's trailer, perhaps the most horrifying one was a videotape from 1996 which showed a terrified woman being attacked and tortured by Ray and his girlfriend. This is Cynthia Vigil. Amidst the publicity of the arrest of David Parker Ray after his abduction of Cynthia Vigil, another woman came forward with a similar story. Angelica Montano was an acquaintance of Ray's who, after visiting his house to borrow cake mix, had been drugged, attacked, and tortured by Ray. Montano was then left by a highway out in the desert. Luckily, she was found there alive by the police, but there had been no follow-up on her case. Ray often drugged his victims while tormenting them using substances like sodium pentothal, uh, phenobarbital, so that they could not properly remember what happened to them if they survived their torture. Okay, but now since both Vigil and Montana were willing to testify to Ray's crimes, the case against the toy box killer grew stronger. Police were able to press Ray's girlfriend and accomplice Cindy Handy, who quickly folded and began telling authorities what she knew about the abductions. Her testimony led the police to discover that Ray had been helped by multiple people during the kidnapping and attacks. Ray's accomplices included his own daughter, oh, his own daughter, Glenda, Jesse Ray, and his friend, Dennis Roy Yancey. And at least some of the vi these vicious attacks ended in murder. Yancey later admitted to participating in the brutal murder of Marie Parker, a woman who had been a abducted, drugged, and tortured for days by Ray and his daughter before Yancey strangled her to death in 1997. Lord have mercy. Lord have mercy. Okay. Let's continue. <laughs> Let's continue. All right. Despite the horrific story and its chilling implications for David Parker Ray, other unknown victims, at least one more woman survived the toy box killer's torture chamber. Surprisingly, it was the same victim who was seen being attacked and tortured in the 1996 videotape found in Ray's trailer. After some details were released by, to the public about the woman in the video, she was identified by her ex-mother-in-law as Kelly Garrett. Garrett was a former friend of David Parker Ray's daughter and accomplice, Jesse. On July 24, 1996, Garrett had gotten into a fight with her then-husband and decided to spend the night playing pool at a local saloon with Jesse to cool down. But unbeknownst to Garrett, Jesse roofied her beer. 
At some point afterward, Jessie and her father placed a dog collar and leash on Garrett and brought her to the Toy Box Killer's trailer. There, David Parker and Ray attacked and tortured her for two days. Then, Ray slit her throat and dumped her on the side of the road, leaving her for dead. Garrett miraculously survived the brutal attack, but neither her husband nor the police believed her story. In fact, her husband, believing that she had cheated on him that night, filed for divorce that same year. God damn. Due to the effects of the drugs, Garrett had limited recollection of the events over those two days, but remembered being attacked by the toy box killer. Okay. David Parker Ray's crime spree is believed to have spanned from the mid-1950s to the late 1990s. He was likely able to get away with it for so long because he targeted many women who were uh, on low of low social economic status. In addition, the fact that he drugged his victims made it far less likely for them uh, for the few survivors to remember exactly what had happened to them. Chillingly, much of Ray's crimes remain unknown, including how many victims he may have killed. Though he was never formally convicted of murder, it's been estimated that he killed over 50 women. While the police were investigating the toy box killer's trailer, they uncovered evidence of numerous murders, including diaries written by Ray, which detailed the brutal deaths of several women. Authorities also uncovered hundreds of pieces of jewelry, clothes, and other personal effects, according to the FBI. These items were believed to have belonged to Ray's victims. That plus the effort that David Parker Ray put into his toy box points to a horrifically large number of potential murder victims, but despite all the evidence, the authorities were unable to create additional cases. Now, of course, nobody, no case. And although both Hendy and Yancey identified areas they believe Ray disposed of bodies, police found no human, re human remains in, these, in any of these locations. Okay. But while we may never know exactly how many people Ray murdered, his confirmed crimes against his surviving victims, Vigil, Montano, and Garrett, were fortunately enough to put him away for life. And the toy box killer was ultimately sentenced to 224 years in prison. As for Jesse Ray, she received a sentence of nine years. Wow. Are we surprised? What more evidence do you need that women can literally get away with murder? Like this has been going on since forever. Let's continue. Sandy Hendon was given 36 years in prison. Both were released early and they walk free today. David Parker Ray died of a heart attack on May 8th, 20, 2002. Not long after his life sentence began, he was 62, 62 years old. At the time of his death, though several years have passed since then, authorities are still working to connect the toy box killer to many suspected murder victims. We're still getting good leads. As long as we're getting those leads and as long as the exposure in the press keeps generating interest in the case, we're going to keep investigating this. Holy cow. All right. Holy cow. Ladies, if you're a lot lizard, be careful. Easy Pete, be careful. A lot, being a lot lizard is dangerous out here. These men out here. These men out here, you know. Oh, okay. Final story. This is sad. Okay. This guy here. Not much has, has come out in the case. Okay. Justin Sigmund. Let's look him up real quick. 
All right. Justin Sigmund. This guy here. Franklin County Sheriff's Office employee Justin Sigmund is facing criminal charges after allegedly abusing his minor daughter. The incident reportedly occurred on a carnival cruise ship. His family created a GoFundMe for him following his imprisonment, which left netizens enraged. The fundraiser has since been removed from the platform. This at one point, this is what it looked like. Okay. The police official was traveling with his family on the cruise ship from May 25th to May 29th. The journey began from Miami. It was to make a stop in the Bahamas. It was revealed that surveillance cameras caught Justin Simon touching his daughter inappropriately as the alleged victim attempted to push his hands away several times. A passenger on the ship also revealed that Sigmund had covered his private area with his hands after his daughter had moved him, moved away from him while being interviewed. By investigators, the victim denied that Sigmund had touched her inappropriately. She went on to add that her father was touching her calf. Dustin Sigmund reportedly told investigators that although his actions come off as inappropriate, he did not intend to be them to be sexual. He also told law enforcement that if another man had touched his daughter that way, that he would have punched him in the face. Okay, let's continue. So starting us off tonight with the arrest of a Franklin County Sheriff's deputy. We want to warn you this story involves disturbing reports of child abuse. The now former deputy Justin Sigmund was taken into custody in Miami and charged May 30th for abusive sexual contact with a child under the age of 12. Federal court documents cite witness testimony as well as two separate video recordings of the incident. It took place May 26th on a carnival cruise ship with the minor sitting on Sigmund's lap. Both the victim and Sigmund deny any sexual contact, but the FBI says video recordings, quote, directly refute that. Franklin County Sheriff's Office released a statement today saying they were contacted by federal authorities and have worked to learn more about the situation, adding that they officially announced Sigmund's resignation to his colleagues yesterday. Sigmund's arraignment is June 14th. Okay. So as Justin Sigmund spends time in jail uh, without a bail, a GoFundMe fundraiser has come into the limelight. The same was created by his family to cover for his prison needs. Many could not believe that someone had created a fun, uh, fundraiser for the alleged sex abuser responding to the same one that is in wrote online. The fact that anyone actually donated is beyond disgusting. Okay. The GoFundMe, which has been since deleted, was created by Brad Holly on behalf of Tracy Holly as her per screenshots. The fundraiser claimed that the Sigmund was one of the most Christian, honest, and trustworthy people you can ever meet. Tracy Holly, who appears to be Sigmund's sister, also took to her Facebook account recently to share details about the fundraiser. In a social media post, she writes, I'm asking for everyone to pray for him, his family specifically, that he can get a Bible while he's in jail. He needs the word of the Lord and is he is standing on the faith that Jesus is in control. And is going to take care of him. Holly went on to say that Sigmund is enduring injustice and followers must lift the spirits of Sigmund's wife and daughters. Holly ended the social media post by saying, most importantly, pray for him and that justice will prevail. Just hashtag justice for Justin. If you know him, you will know he didn't do this and would help anyone he can. Some were enraged over the fact that the family used religion to defend the alleged abuser reaction to the same read. 
Christian values and all how pathetic these people are. There are videos and these people are standing by him. So disgusting. Please let him get convicted. Uh, including the victim. The victim is a nine year old child who is being told by every member of her family that what he did to her was okay. Of course she is going to believe them. I hope CPS gets involved because her family did not have her best interest at heart. What about the child, the little girl? Why are they defending a literal predator, but nothing for the girl? Of course they are raising money for a molester. FFS. Justin Sigmund is appeared is set to appear in court on June 14th for his arraignment. Okay. Okay. It's wild. Hey, listen, it's the wild, wild west out here. Y'all be careful. It's crazy out here. Y'all be careful. Okay. All right. Yikes. Uh oh, uh oh, uh oh. Oh yeah, Pat Pat Roberts, he passed on. Um we had a lot of people pass on uh, the, over this month. Superstar Billy Graham uh died. Um oh oh yeah, also, um has anyone watched the reboot of White Men Can't Jump? Has anyone watched the reboot of White Men Can't Jump? Lance Reddick plays um the father. It's one of his last roles. Um so if you're a fan of Lance Reddick, it's on Hulu. The White Man Can't Jump reboot. It's decent. They it, it, it they were they were right to not put it in the theaters. So um if you if you're a fan of Lance Reddick, um White Man Can't Jump. Okay, so yeah, it was decent. I, I I watched it. I had no no real issues with it. You know, um Jack Harlow, he did his thing, you know. You couldn't get into it? Okay, okay, okay. Not, not for everybody. All right, I'm going to get out of here. Uh, before I get out of here, Transformers, Rise of the Beast. <sighs> um, okay, spoilers. Um, G.I. Joe. We all read the comics, the crossover between Transformers and G.I. Joe. At the, at the very end, the kid, Noah, um, is invited to, 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 to join G.I. Joe at the very end. Um, Air Razor dies. She gets rusted out. Then she gets mind controlled by Scourge. And then Optimus Primal has to kill her. Um, Bumblebee dies and then resurrected again towards the end. You know, listen, you knew Bumblebee was going to die. Like, wasn't going to stay dead. So, because he's one of the most popular characters. Plus, this is a sequel from the Bumblebee, right? Um, They're looking for the Transwarp Drive. Unicron's coming. Unicron, Unicron shows up in his planet form. Unicron looked good. I didn't care for the voice. Every time I see Unicron, I expect to hear Orson Welles. If I don't hear Orson Welles as, as Unicron, anything less than that is, cap, or is crap to me. So it was weird seeing Unicron on screen and not hearing Orson Welles' voice. Um, let me see what else. Pete Davidson plays Mirage. Uh, uh, Michelle Yeoh was Air Razor. Rhinoc and Cheetor were in it for like, you didn't see much of them. Some, some action, whatever. Um, Scourge, Scourge look good. Terracons look good. This movie's not going to make a billion dollars. It may make six, seven hundred million dollars. It was cool. Uh, the kid, the guy that played Noah, he was decent. And then the guy, the little kid who played his brother, he had sickle cell. 
Okay, he was cool. Um, what else? Visually, visually, when they stick with G one Transformers, it looked good. The visual effects on, you know, on any Transformer movies always looks good. Um, this looked re- really, really good. Prime is Prime. Oh, I didn't care for uh, Dominique Fishback. Look, listen, it's no fault of Dominique Fishback, but ever ever since I watched her in Swarm, I cannot stand to look at Dominique Fishback. I, I she played that role so well to me. I cannot look at her in any other way. I don't want to see Dominique Fishback ever because I I hate her so much for how she played in Swarm. Okay, she's in it. I don't care for the humans. I don't care for the humans. All I ask for is a Transformers movie without humans. But of course, that's never going to happen. Um, at the end, uh, Mirage, when you thought he died, he gives Noah part of his mech. So he has a little mech suit and he, he has a little mech suit. And he's like, yeah, yeah, Scourge. Pew, 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 pew. I was like, ah, oh. Oh, the little kids was happy. The little kids were clapping. Bumblebee came back. They were clapping. It was cute to see the little kids like, oh, yay, Bumblebee's alive. And then when he got his mech suit, they were like, oh, he got a mech suit, yay. Um, so Unicron is still here. Um, they, they destroyed the, uh, the warp drive. So now Transformers are stuck on Earth. Earth is their new home, and they will be battling out with G.I. Joe, friend or foe. There it is there. Okay. Yeah. Right. Like, like the mech suit from Transformers 1985 movie. Yeah, it was, it was corny, but I get it, man. This is the sequel to Bumblebee. There's nothing to do with Michael Bay. This is a, so this one took place in 1994. So also the hip hop tracks they selected on point. If you're a fan of 1990s, Wu-Tang, Biggie Smalls, hip-hop, Nas. You will like this excellent hip-hop tracks. Um, this, is a, this is a sequel to Bumblebee. So if you like Bumblebee, you should like this one. But this movie's not going to make a billion dollars. It's, it's just not. Let's just, let's just stop right there. Wait, Dominique is a great actress. She has people. Yo, listen, if I saw her in real life, I would tell her, yo, I don't like you. I don't like. I see Swarm. I can't see you in nothing else. That's a good, that's a good, that, that's how you know they were, they were, that character put to, to the, to, to the T when you just hate them for the character they play. I don't like Dominique Fishback after watching Swarm. Had I never seen Swarm, Swarm, I'd be like, you know what? She's cool, but I'm good. I'm good. Um, if you're a fan of, uh, we all grew up watching Beast Wars. It was good to see Optimus Primal. I think it was Ron Perlman voiced him. Um, yeah, it was cool. It was cool. Uh, that that's pretty much it, you know. Oh, did you like the the new Avatar? What are your thoughts? What are your thoughts? Okay. Did I see a thought? Yes. Let's get into a thousand and one. Yes. Oh my god. Okay, it's going to get two reviews for one. I I watched a thousand and one the other day. And let me tell you this movie here. Listen, Tiana Taylor. Man, she, she, she has a hard look. 
She has a hard look. Ooh, child. Listen, Tiana Taylor has a very, very hard look. Okay? If you didn't know who she was and you saw her on the street, you would probably think she was, I don't know. I don't know. Where, where, where am I at? Where am I at with this? I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know. It, it, okay, so the plot goes. She gets out of jail. There's this little boy she sees. And she, you thought it was her son. Right? We think it's her son. And um, it ain't, it ain't that. She looks like a damn. Anywho. She sees this boy, takes the boy, say, yo, T.T., you know I see you, T, T, here's some money, T, T, whatever. Then she takes the boy to her mama's house, right? It was, a, it was her mom and her sister. And then, but she has this really bad attitude, and she's always fighting everybody, and everybody's her enemy, and she goes from zero to 100 just like that, right? And um, the mama kicks her out the house, so they finally, she gets her own place. She tells him, hey, your name is Terry. Or it's going to be something different. It's no longer Terry. It's going to be this. Right? We ain't thinking nothing about it. Right? New school, new, new name, whatever the case may be. And uh, that movie had me convinced for 50. Man, listen, sis, I'm telling you, I'm looking at her like facially like. Are we sure that <laughs> those kids came out of her? Are we sure Iman Shumpert? No, but anywho. And so for the next. Oh, okay. So then she meets, has a uh, on again, off again uh, boyfriend named Lucky. Her and Lucky get married. Lucky, you know, helps to raise Terry. Terry is now seventeen. He's about to turn eighteen. At one point, he scored enough high enough to go to a tech school. She makes him go to the tech school, so he's about to be eighteen. So the guidance counselor is like, "Hey, you're pretty smart." I can get you a job in a trade. Give me your information, your birth certificate, um, um, social security number, all that good stuff. She's like, okay, cool. Cause he's about to be 18. He's a, now mind you at the very beginning, he was a foster kid. Okay. Okay. So he turned, he, he goes, he's like, oh, yo ma, I need my papers. She's not there. So he grabs his birth certificate and social security number. He turns it into the, to the uh, counselor. The next day the counselor's like, Hey, um, that paperwork you gave me was fraudulent. You know, there's a bad social security card, birth certificate, all fraud. What, what's going on? I said, oh, yo, 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 yo. So, well, I got to report this. He's like, no, 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 don't do that. Don't do that. So they threaten him and the mother. The counselor comes by the next day with the cops, social workers, and all this extra stuff. The mama, him and the mama had a, had a spat. She leaves. Where did she went? We don't know. So they come to the house. He, it's just him. So the guidance counselor tells her, yo, so you're not who you say you're, who, you know, your, your paperwork is fraud, fraudulent. He's like, what, what, you know, he's like, okay, my real name's Terry. My real name's Terry. And, 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 and this, this and that. So. The social worker's like, hey, listen, we can take him, put him in, a, uh, in foster care for the time being and help him get his paperwork straight. So the whole time, 
Now, mind you, she, uh, old girl was the angry, the angry black mama, right? She lucky died from, I think, I believe cancer. Lucky died from cancer. Um, the relationship between her and lucky was very, very strenuous. She would bark at him. He would leave, you know, so this is back and forth thing. So she was always this hard ass woman to deal with. And then the son tried to call her out on it. It's like, yo, all I wanted from you was a father. You know, all I wanted was a father. Blah, 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 blah. Yo, you drove lucky. If you weren't so hard to deal with, maybe lucky wouldn't have left. And then, this, and then she always fires back. Don't you question me. Don't you talk to me. Don't you question me. I'm your mother. I'm your mother. I'm your mother. Don't question me. Don't question me. I'm your mother. Don't question me. I'm your mother. Who are you talking to? Who are you talking to? All throughout this movie. Come to find out. The woman ain't even his real mother. When she saw him, when she got out of Rikers, somebody, he was abandoned. He was on the street. His original foster parents got rid of him. So this whole time, She's not his real mother. She took him in because she knew he was homeless. So he goes to confront her. He's like, oh, yo, where you been? Where you been? Yo, I want to talk to you. I want to talk to you. Why'd you do what you did? Why'd you do what you did? And then she was like, yo, when I got out, I saw you. I watched. She said, I waited for someone to come get you. Nobody came to get you. So I took you. I was so mad. <laughs> Wait. Wait. I was so mad at this movie, yo. I was so mad. He was like, why'd you do this? Why? She was like, I, I watched you and I waited for somebody to come get you. Nobody came to get you. That's right. Lucky had a whole nother, had an, a younger daughter, by the, the Mexican girl that they invited to his, his, his repass, right? Saw that briefly. He's like, what's going on with that? So I'll talk to you, but we'll talk about it later. That was it. Yeah, man, this movie made me mad, yo. Yeah, this movie made me mad. This movie upset the hell out of me. So you took this boy in, gave him a half decent, half shitty life. You got him all these unresolved issues, all these family dynamic issues, as opposed to what he was facing as a child. I don't know, man. This movie pissed me off. Pissed me off. But at the end of the day, she has a hard look, man. She has she has a hard look. <sighs> yeah, that 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 was my take on Thousand and One. Yeah, he was already at towards the end of the movie. He was already seventeen. He was, he was turning eighteen. He was turning eighteen. So he had a few more weeks left. Remember, because he, she was like, the guidance, guidance counselor was trying to call. He was like, yo, I'll be, I'll be 18 in a few more weeks. What does it matter? What does it matter? So he had a few weeks left before his 18th birthday. So then at the end of the movie, they're walking down the street hand in hand. She gets into a cab. She gets into a cab. The cab's driving. And then he, he asks her, Okay, where are you going? And she has this smirk on her face. And the movie ends. I'm like, what is this? So what happens to Terry? 
Okay, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm going to get out of here. Thank you all for hanging out. Um, I hope you guys were entertained as well as enlightened. Um, yo, she wasn't acting. I believe that's really her. I don't, I don't think that just like Mary J. Blige, don't be acting. Mary J. Blige is Monet. They are one in the same. Okay. That is Mary J. Blige playing, playing Mary J. Blige. Deanna Taylor was not acting. That is who she is. I don't give a fuck what no one tells me. That is her for real. And then at one point she got so mad at Lucky. She, she bull rushes Lucky. She spears him and he falls into the, uh, into the, into the, uh, stove. I'm just like, wow, Hollywood ladies, ladies, you know what? Y'all, y'all got it. I'm out. Y'all have a good night. (laughs) Y'all have a good night.